Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for a long time, and we catch up every week. Yes, Mike Lawson. That's what we do. That's Wait. Yes, Mike Lawson. That's what <laughs> I've been a couple of weeks. That's what we do. That's what we do every single week. Without fail, we never miss a week. You'll get it right one day. Yeah, one day I'll get it. Next time, I'll get it right. <laughs> I used to, I, I, I used, it used to be one of those these lines that I just said, like without thinking. Well, the intro is that too. You know that, right? Like that, we never wrote that out. That just kind of like is what what it became. Yeah, it's, well, it, it, is. It, it is one of those things where, like, when you do something for long enough, you just develop these. Uh, they're just forces of habit. You just do them, you know? Yeah. Like, cause you know, I never noticed that I did that until someone started pointing out that I said, uh, you know, that's what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. I, I think I would say it in little pieces, but I don't think it crystallized. So someone pointed it out. But, uh, well, and, weird that all these memories are coming up. I wonder why. I don't know. Mike Lawson. I don't know. I, I, I'm letting you guide this show. You are, I, you know, at, per your romantic life, the top. I mean, there's that's a lot. You just said a lot. Like a top is doesn't mean that you're in charge. It just means that you're the dick that's going in the butt. You said it, not me. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, um, yeah. So, I guess we should just say like this is going to be the last show that you're doing for a while. You're taking a break. Yeah, I'm going on hiatus for two months. But don't worry, everybody. Big big, big news. Yeah. yeah, big news. Don't worry. Uh, I have two months of brand new shows, Mike Lawson, that'll be, oh. people will be entertained for two months. I'm going to be honest with you. It's some of the best content we've ever put out. Is there, um, well, I mean, are, are you okay answering a couple questions about no, it right here right now? Yes, I will answer all questions. Oh, I want to know if, um, well, first of all, what shows are you doing? With, are there with you and Lori together? There is one show with me and Lori together. I got to be honest with you. That's the one show that's not completely done because Lori, <clears throat> we, we have <laughs> – uh, in the first batch, we have one more episode to do. So technically, I have a show to do tomorrow. But uh, but then I'm really, really done. Is yeah. I'm telling you, Lawson, we've done three of the four episodes of Batch One. It is laugh out loud funny. It is so okay. good. 
We don't have a real title for it yet. It's called right now. The working title is Hallmark Homos. Oh, okay. But Lori and I watch Hallmark holiday movies and and good. Are they accessible? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one one of the important things to us. So actually, you know, you're asking really good questions. I want everyone to know, Lawson. Did you even know about the show, Lawson? No, not at all. These are these are questions that are important. Um. What's funny, and one of the reasons why it's a working title, is our original goal was to do Hallmark movies, but those are behind paywalls and they're hard to find. Mm -hmm. So we've sort of done Hallmark-adjacent movies that are on Amazon Prime. I'm sure Netflix has some too, but right now we've done Amazon Prime. So all the movies that we've analyzed are available to watch with Amazon Prime. Yeah. So they're like romantic, holiday, chick flick kind of movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they are some of the most ridiculous movies you've ever seen in your entire life. Okay. Uh, like, where you are like, and I know there's a podcast with this same name, but where you are legitimately like, how did this movie get made? Yeah. How did this get made? Like, so many people are involved in yes. this production. So, yes. So, it's so not, many people yeah. were okay with this. Yes. Which nobody is weird. said, yeah, nobody said, that. what? Why would this happen? Or how did this happen? Like, it doesn't make any sense. No one said that at any point. It's it's really, really, really strange. It's it's bizarre. So. I look forward to hearing that then because I like you and uh, her together. I like when you guys are reviewing stuff like Sydney Gazes just cracks me up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find myself like, I don't know, hearing the Australian voices in my head oh, yeah, that yeah, you guys yeah. do. Yeah. People, so. I know there are some people like Jordan Darling and I think NatPat90. Some of these people, they uh, they re- they listen to S- Sydney Gaze and Dragula. Both those shows get listened to on repeat by people. <laughs> Which I think is in so your weird. Dracula, your Brule Brothers voice is pretty funny as well. Yeah. It sounds like um, one of the Muppets, the scientist Muppet. You know, I'm going to tell you something. By the way, you just brought something up. Is Aiden, I think, should look into a career into voiceovers. Aiden is so good at voices. You know, he can do. I told him he should do a TikTok about this. He can. You know, Avenue Q? Yeah. And there's Nikki and Rod, the roommates. Yeah. He can, he can do, do them. spot on both of them. Flawless. Indistinguishable. And have and not even just like, oh, he's doing the line. Like he can talk, have conversations with them about it. Uh, like he often calls me and be like, "I love you, Joe." You know, but you did it pretty. You did it pretty well as well. Oh, his, but his. I mean, his is like spot on, spot on. Maybe he should be a puppeteer. That's what I think too. But I've suggested these things, and he like laughs at me like I'm ridiculous. Like yesterday, he said how he like. Well, I know you know he works at Starbucks. You suggested a puppet show, and he was like, you're ridiculous? No, 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 no. Close, though. He works at Starbucks, and he's always whipping uh, – he's always making, like, these drink concoctions for people at his work, you know? Yeah. And then at, yesterday at his house, he was like – he just whipped together some sort of dish, you know, that mixed Vietnamese food and Mexican food and, like, something else. I don't remember what it was. And he goes, oh, it's so good. And I go, have you ever thought about being a chef? And he was like, no. Oh, no, no, no. I would never be a chef. No. I was like, oh, okay. Remember when you worked at Starbucks? Yeah. Wait, were you working at Starbucks where the guy came in and you guys started hooking up? Or were you a customer and you started hooking up the barista? Um, Or both? 
I, I mean, there, I, I, I don't know exactly what story you're talking about. I don't think that there is, I mean, I've been interested in baristas. I don't think I've actually like. In Garden Grove, I swear there was a barista that you were at least flirting with. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I spent a lot of times at at Starbucks in my like twenties and there were barista crushes for sure. For sure. I know this is the day to talk about memories, but remember when I had like a really shitty day and you met me at the Starbucks at that Starbucks and we were sitting, I don't even know what, do you remember what happened to me that day? I just had a really horrible day. And it was the day that (laughs) Jonathan and you were at like six flags and they, someone was trying to sell you guys perfume in the parking lot. Uh And yeah. So what happened was, you, my, yeah, my friend you Jonathan. Were complaining. Yeah, my friend Jonathan and I went. To, well, first of all, I have two things to complain about. Jonathan goes, "Do you want to go to to Six Flags with me?" And I go, "All right." So I go right, and we go up to the to the ticket booth, and there's a sign there that says, uh, "If you have a bottle of Coke, you know the ticket price is only like six dollars or something like that, right?" And I turn to him and I go, "Oh, we should, man, we should." Is there, I wish we would have known this and we, I would have just, we, we would have stopped and got a Coke beforehand. He takes out an empty bottle of Coke. One. Yeah. And he, and then I had to pay like $40 or something to get in $50. I don't know what it was. Right. I was like so mad. I was so mad. Then we left and we were in the parking lot and <laughs> a woman walks up to the car and she goes to Jonathan and she's like, oh, I have all the newest, you know, scents. And they're like knockoff perfumes or colognes. And I'll sell them to you really cheap, $20 for this bottle. And he goes, no, I'm not interested. And I was driving. And she goes, well, how about for your dad? And I went, just rolled the window right up in her fucking face and took off. And then I think, yeah, I think I'd hit traffic. And I think my mom had caused some sort of drama where we had to leave Magic Mountain early. I think I was mad about that. Yeah, too. I don't. Why were you leaving that early? Because you yeah. met me, and I feel like it was still day out because yeah. we sat outside and a bird shit on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were sitting there. Go. This day couldn't get any worse, and then a bird literally shit on me. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? What's going on in your neck of the woods? I guess I should, we should also say that this is the last show that I'm going to be doing, <laughs> kind of ever. So this is the last catching up that we're going to do. Um, the end. <laughs> well, let, let's pro- look. People have to process this, Mike. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. There are yeah. be a lot of people who are very upset. Uh, you know, I thought I thought Hilka knew. You know, Hilka is the 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 Dutch queen who lives in England now, who did Drag Race Holland with me. And when yeah. we finished the episode last week, I was like, "Oh, I'm doing. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going on on hiatus, and then, you know, this is over, and then catching up, ending forever." And he. His mouth dropped and he said, he goes, I, 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 I'm going to feel sick. I feel sick to my stomach. Like I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna throw up. I'm like, why? And he was like, that's just been such a big part of my life for the past. Yeah, we've been doing it a long time. Yeah. Almost eight years. You know, what I realized is we started doing it at the beginning of Obama's second term. And um, like probably right the week after the inauguration, you know, and now here we are at the end of Trump's term. So we made it through two presidential terms. Not bad. Yeah. You know? And weirdly, 
I feel like the the end of this current administration mm-hmm. sort of is uh, part of kind of why this is ending yeah. in a weird way. Like, I don't, it just, it, it feels like kind of like page turning, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I feel like things are just about to kind of become different and I don't know. I'm just kind of done talking so much, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, I think we should clarify too that you're not mad. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for you. I don't think you're mad at me, right? Uh, I'm I, I'm furious. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not mad. No, an angry Mike Lawson wouldn't come back for because we've known about this for a month. He wouldn't come back for two extra shows. You know, that is true. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and you know, people have been people who've known people close to me have known, like. Adam Vaught today, and I think Aiden said the same thing too, where they were like, Oh, you're gonna be really emotional today. And I Weird. Said, Re- Rishi asked me if I was emotional about it. And then I was like, Oh, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I have things to say, but I don't think my but here's here's the thing though, is this is how I feel. Is our friendship isn't ending. <laughs> it's just right. a show centered around the conversation in our friendship is ending. Yeah. You know, but I keep talking. I could call you tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe even we, I feel like we might just even become, we might, our conversations might become deeper because I think a huge percentage of our conversations are recorded and Mm -hmm. published onto the internet, you know? So yeah, that's one of the weird things for people, I think. And I, so I can understand why this is a loss for the listeners, because I mean, let's be honest between me and you, they don't get to listen. <laughs> you know, this is the end for them, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not the end for me and you, you know? Yeah. I'm, and you know, there, I've met some good people doing this. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not you know, losing any of those friendships either. So like, mm-hmm. I kind of am stopping social media interact like as much as I can. I'm still sort of like connected for some of the work that I do and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I am kind of cutting that off too. So I'm trying to like figure out how to kind of create a pattern where I can still sort of, sort of like share pictures with people or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, text like things to people where they don't feel obligated to kind of write back. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like I want to kind of share and then hopefully create a space where someone could like share back without me feeling obligated to respond to them. If that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I like, I, I want to stay connected to people, but I don't know that I need to, I don't know, publish my thoughts. So, mm-hmm publicly like i have mm-hmm. you know like I, I i i've spent a lot of time on facebook and twitter and mm-hmm. i i don't know that i i need to do so much of that anymore no i feel you one of the things that's important for me on my um and i think it's actually kind of related to you leaving except mine is just a temporary two-month hiatus is uh one of the things important to me on my hiatus is to become a consumer and not a creator mm-hmm. you know and I am going to disconnect from not social media. I, mean, I like social media, but at least for sure, afterthought related social media. You know, um, 
I'll give you an example. And I feel like things are changing for me too. Is that like the Instagram, in the Instagram, Instagram canceled the drag race recap account. I don't oh, know why again. Right. Didn't they do something temporarily once they did one temporarily where people couldn't add me, but I still showed up, but this one, they, they've literally disabled the account. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why my suspicion is, and this is what an evil fucking corporation Facebook is. Sorry, Brie is that um, I made a post when I was doing that election event that was just a get out the vote event. And they deleted, they didn't delete that post. I tried to promote it. I tried to pay to promote it. And they rejected it because they said it was a political, it was, oh no, it was inciting violence. And all it was saying was to go vote. And I appealed it once and they rejected it again because they said it was inciting violence. So I was like, whatever. And then like a week later, my account was deactivated. And I think they deactivated it because of that voting post. Weird. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, it's certainly possible that like there's some sort of algorithm and you like, just imagine like a computer adaptive test. Remember when like questions, if you get them wrong, then they like get harder or something. Yeah. Like what if like you just kind of got put on the wrong side of tree branch when you got rejected twice trying to do an ad. And yeah, then- or it could be that someone, you know, uh, a, I, Drag Race Recap was never political, so it could be like a, a MAGA drag queen loving supporter uh, saw and reported us. I don't know. I've only done it, that, but the point I'm getting at to, 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 to reconcile with what you're saying is I read an article about how you have to keep appealing. You have to do multiple appeals until you get someone who's sensitive to your case. I've done two half-hearted appeals. Like, I'm like, do I really want that company's social media? Like, do I really need it? Do I really want it? You know? What do you get out of it? Yeah, what yeah. do I get out of it? You know? I wouldn't do anything and with what, it. How much effort does it yeah. really take to kind yeah. of, like, get do what? out of it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, but it, the point is, like, I just want to stay away from work social media. And I want sure. to... Uh, just have fun and not think about making a podcast. So I can relate to you in a lot yeah. of ways in that, like sometimes you don't want to, you're just done talking, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of um, social media and also just this podcast, like when you kind of are so public with what you're thinking, it requires you to like commit to to stuff very early right so like once you say stuff like that's what you said mm-hmm. and so i don't know i think i want to slow down a little bit and maybe not commit to everything so quickly and you know just kind of back well, also, up it's been rough i mean we've done this show for almost eight years right let's just say eight years for argument's sake and that we've done we've never missed a week in eight years mike that's what we're <laughs> 416 shows. Yeah. That's, a lot. That's such a good joke. I feel like you're going to be putting shit in a bag and putting it into my ear right now. With it. the jokes you're repeating. Oh. <laughs> so, so you told, who have you told? You told Rishi. Uh, that's it. Remember uh, Rishi, remember uh, that show I told you happened a week ago? I'm quitting it. Yeah, I don't, he doesn't really understand it. The doesn't understand what it is exactly. Uh-huh. 
like he he knows that that you and I do the do catching up, but he kind of understood that there was shady pines, and he knows about the Big Brother show, but he kind of doesn't understand, mm-hmm. you know, what Afterthought is and kind of what you're doing. Exactly. I don't understand. I've what tried I'm doing to ex- yeah. I've tried to explain it, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. Once you get to like poodle make noodle, I'm yeah. like, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah. well, you start saying um, these names. You're like, well, Taylor the Latte Boy was really mad at uh, you know <laughs> Big Fatty and Turnip Head, and you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, 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 Turnip Head and Big Fatty and Taylor the Latte Boy and. Taffy Carlisle Huffington and um, yeah, they were all. By the way, my sister sent me a screen grab of the BuzzFeed article I shared with you. Oh, she did. And, yeah. <laughs> Does your sister um, listen to uh, Pod is my co-pilot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know how if she still does. I know she kind of goes in and out with <clears throat> podcast listening, depending on like work stuff, but uh-huh. um. What were we talking about? Who never knows. But so, what, so how are you feeling right now? What's going? Like, are you like sad? Do you do you feel like it's the end of an era? What do you feel? Because I'm going to keep podcasting. So yeah, you know. I'm I'm kind of relieved. I feel like, I mean, end of an era, sure. But I feel like this is like, you know, bigger than the show, and it is kind of like where I'm at with mm-hmm. everything. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to kind of not have to do this yeah you know all the time and not always have to kind of think of things to on a show but i mean i'll still have to think of things to say to friends and yeah it's just well, I think different you, you said in an email to me that you you're excited to become a, an afterthought media supporter rather than the creator you want to listen to the shows you don't want to say what yeah and that's i think kind of I said something like everything I get out of doing this show, I could probably just get listening to shows. Like I do, I enjoy hearing you kind of do all this stuff, but like, mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy this part of it. The talking. No, I know. That, I, know I mean, you, you haven't, like I, I don't hate it. I just yeah. don't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've said this about other things and to other people like this is not for me, but for many people, just a hobby, you know? Yeah. And if it's a hobby and you're not fun anymore, stop. Stop. Yep. You know, uh, you know, uh, I, well, I'll say this now is, I mean, the one thing I will say is even though it's the end of this show, you know, and I will continue to do other shows, I think, you know, I shared this with you, I think in private and I'll say it out here publicly, you know, I told you many times, I, you were probably just so horrified when I said this though, like if I won the lotto, <laughs> I would quit all my podcasts except catching up. And you were like, oh, fuck. No, if you won the lotto, fuck, Joe. Pay me to do catching up. Let's go. <laughs> I probably would. You know, I really enjoyed doing it. it you know, I will say of all the shows that I've, I do and I've done, it's the show that the entire time has felt the least like work. Like I never thought like, oh, I mean, look, trust me, there were many a time. Where I was like, I just don't want to do catching up today, right? But what I mean is that when actually the microphone flipped on, uh, like it didn't feel like I was working. You know, some a lot of the shows I do with Lori, I'm looking at the clock. You know, 
when Tale of the Latte Boy goes on and on and on and on the filibusters about, you know, what did, uh, you know, rock him soccer wear on the runway, I'm like, oh, God, it work, right? But with this, this never felt like work, one. Two, I need to say this, and I don't know if it's ever come up or maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I say so many things in so many shows. I don't know what has come up. But the one thing I will say is even though you're a personality in Afterthought Media, indirectly, or some might even say directly, you helped create Afterthought Media. So, like, the history of this show is I was just a normal bloke living in Newport Beach, California. And you and I were friends, and we had recently connected, and you had started doing the award-winning Game Night Guys podcast. And I started listening, and I, I would listen to your live events that you did on Pride 48. And you and I were talking. Why did us doing a podcast come up? Do you remember? No, I don't really know. I I feel like we've gone through this story plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. But, but I think it's worth it to bring it up on this episode. No, no, no. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, we've gone through it so many times. Why don't either of us remember that detail? I, I think, you know what, to be honest with you, I think you and I were just having a funny conversation. And you said, you know, this would be a really good podcast. Mm. And I sure. said... Okay, and then, um, which is funny because I had already had, um, I had already tried doing a podcast with Wait Wait Group Therapy, but I remember I didn't have a microphone. What happened to that microphone? Who knows, right? I didn't have a microphone, so I had to like borrow one. From my- <laughs> God knows it wasn't a good microphone. No, it's horrible. Those first few episodes, <laughs> the microphones were horrible, right? I don't know what happened to the yeah. original microphone from Wait Wait Group Therapy, but. Um, it was a shit microphone, though. I remember it was real bad audio. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah, group yeah. Therapy. That, that's why it was like unusable. No, it everything was a, else it about was, it was, it was good. A blue Yeti, but I had it on the wrong setting because we were doing it like you know the the room where I picked up the room. Mm-hmm. I'm using the same microphone that. No, I mean a, a Yeti Pro X, but the same company. But uh, no, but the point is that I used like a, my brother's like shitty half broken microphone for the ep- first few episodes of catching up, and then I got another Yeti. And, um, and it turned into this, I don't even know how that evolved, you know, where like we were doing this dumb weekly show called catching up. And then next thing you knew, I was a podcaster, you know? And so you, uh, created Joe Batance, you know, you, (laughs) what's so funny. I created you. Well, I meant, I meant. The, the person that they know, you know, what's so funny it reminds you of that you said that you could re- maybe relate to this is I was talking to Aiden yesterday and I don't even know how this came up. And I said, I think I had to say like, would you ever come on the show or something like that? Or I don't know what. Right. And Aiden does not want to be on the air at all. And, uh, I said, uh, I go, would you be comfortable talking to show Batance? And he goes, I don't know. Right. And I go, do you want to talk to him right now? And first of all, I found it very difficult to get into show batance mode when there wasn't a microphone there, but I did it. And I was like, I, I was having a real, I was regular, real Joe batance that I think people listening don't really ever get to hear. And, uh, then I went to like, 
hey, we're sitting here with Aiden D, my boyfriend. Aiden, how's it going? You know, blah, 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 blah. And I, he was like, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and I and I guess that's the thing, too, is like it, the, your maybe that's sort of to, to get back to you is maybe you're done doing a show with show Batance. You just want to talk to Joe Batance, which I think there is a very subtle difference. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not quitting because I'm like, Oh, our no, friendship is suffering. No, I know. Just, I just feel like it's you. It grows in the way you nurture it. Right. And I'm not, I'm just kind of not nurturing it this way anymore. I'm going to nurture it differently. The only, you know. the only, uh, I think the only regret I have about this is this is probably all part of a long con from Mark and Ed. <laughs> like they're going to be at home tomorrow and they're going to be like, yes, the plan finally worked. <laughs> they're paying me and breaking bad memorabilia. Yeah. You're going to get like a, a, a breaking bad apron that you can wear. Well, you know what I think is very what I learned today is that Rishi knows I exist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows a lot about you. He oh, knows he about Aiden. He knows about um your mom. He knows you know, he, like he knows about you for sure. Oh, you know what my mom who called the president's wife, the first lady today, Millennium Trump? <laughs> <laughs> that just happened at dinner right now. <laughs> I was talking to Adam Vaught. Uh, before we came up here, I was just like, I was I was listening to my parents talk about politics today, and I go, this is even though my parents are Democrats, this is the kind of low information voter that the Republicans thrive on. That they just have to drop mm-hmm. this kernel of something, and then they'll they know that the low information voter will then take it and turn it into whatever monster they want it to be. You know, right? Because my mom was saying shit that I knew was flat out wrong. It was anti Trump, but it was wrong. You know. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is how it happens. Millennium Trump. And anyway. Um, oh, so Rishi. So how are things with Rishi? By the way? Can we get a final update on Rishi? Yeah, we're good. I mean, um, that's, it's like just very normal. It's we're put to put together some furniture. We visited Ikea together and didn't fight. <laughs> oh, wow. So, that's true relationship test yeah we're doing pretty good <laughs> um i uh we did a backyard out with a couple of his, like i've met a few of his friends oh but you had met his friends before remember you had just met his friends when if i remember correctly when he did the whole you're fucking other people yeah when he threw a drink in my face <gasps> he threw a drink uh, in your face no no <laughs> no that's how I explained the the night though when we yeah. talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Um he yeah, I just met two of his really close friends like the weekend before that. Mm-hmm. Uh and I haven't seen th- that couple since. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know like when I meet his friends I don't know what they know. Like I wonder if they think bad of me because of that. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm. I wasn't in the wrong, so maybe I shouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Have you seen them since? No, not that couple. Oh, like oh. I've seen other friends. You know, has he told you whether he told them and stuff? 
Yeah, I asked, but I got a kind of like a indirect answer. Oh. So that makes me think maybe I don't. He, I got. He doesn't want to really say. Oh, interesting. So I that's mean, where we are. That's where that leaves off. Okay. What about your family? Like, have they responded? Have you know their reaction to the election? You know what? I don't. My mom reached out and kind of. Uh, sent some nice things and was talking to me after the election, but mm-hmm. nothing political. So it's interesting. I think, I don't know. I think it could be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not going Thanksgiving. Christmas is still up in the air, but I'm between you and me. I don't think that's about to happen either. Mm-hmm. So and how does she, how does she take the Thanksgiving thing? Um, she kind of was like, she's going to pray about it and maybe we'll see. Let's like, wait and you know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. What is she so, happen between now and two weeks from now? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So you're not doing Thanksgiving mixed, right? You guys are only doing Christmas. No, we're doing the full Thanksgiving, but we're going to, I think that they're depending on uh, it being outdoors. In fact, I just talked to my uh, brother today. I just talked to my brother today about um, that. And uh, you got your weather is pretty, it's getting cold, right? A little bit, but it's getting cold, but it, it, I mean, not, not freezing. It's like, you know, the high today was like 69, not like unbearable. Nice. Uh, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Cause I don't want to tell stories, you know, like, Oh, guess what happened to me today? I tried to open a can of barbecue sauce and it was too tight. You're know, like, um, <laughs> I, mean, I think this show should really be about like, do you have any, cause you know, I'll be back here in two months. Do you have any last things to say to the people before we wrap this up? No, I mean, if you won't, <sighs> you know, my email is Michael at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't regret saying that. No. Wait, wait, I mean, let me say that again. Your email's at, your email's Mike Lawson at gmail.com. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. I hope I don't, I mean, just don't be weird. I don't <sighs> think anybody in the, our audience anymore is weird. Luke Stamen. In the, past, in the past, we had some weirds. Yeah. Um, and so I think now we're pretty good okay. because of the paywall and stuff. It kind of, um, and also, like, we're not on Pride 48 anymore. <laughs> oh, I know. Good point. But now Taylor, um, Taylor's going to hear you say that. He's going to be super pissed off. But, you know, by the way. Do you remember when I got the, uh, I even, I don't, uh, the olives in the mail? <laughs> Wait, what? How we thought maybe somebody was sending me poison? <laughs> no, remind me of this story. Uh, R.C. Martinez sent me the, a package of olives that he made himself. Would you ever eat olives that R.C. Martinez made himself? Because you know you would eat the olives and make, oh, you know what? Those weren't those weren't that bad. And then you would talk to him. He's like, oh yeah, it's a recipe I saw on Goop for foot olives, where you soak your feet in water and then that's the brine for the olive. Are you like, joking oh. right now? Do you know that? I think that's a word for the same joke made when we talked about the olives. Wait, what? <laughs> Is that true? 
Is that true? <laughs> That's this is either an incredible unscripted joke that you just pulled off or <laughs> wait drew brooks drew brooks if you're listening can you get back to me and maybe find the clip of me saying that about rc martinez and the alls i haven't i don't have any recollection of this story you made some joke about him like marinating them in his body somehow <laughs> i even think it's feet i'm pretty sure <laughs> Because, you know, you you think about R.C. Martinez and you think of him making olives out of, like, foot sweat brine. I'm telling you, this is a thing I'm sure R.C. Martinez... Did Did you ever find out how R.C. Martinez made these olives? No, I threw them out. I didn't eat them. I didn't... Um, but, oh, my God. I Now that I'm thinking about it, why would we... I don't know that we would even talk about... Would you have told that on the air? I don't think I would have told that joke on the air at the time, no. Because we were sensitive to not agitating the... The crazy people. You know? well, yeah, that's a good question. What are some of, like... And, you know, these would be the most indelible impressions. Are there any memories you have from the show, from doing the show? Yeah, I mean, um, the time when it uh, made... Uh, Rod Kyle break up with me, that was cool. Wait, did Rod Kyle <laughs> break up with you because of the show? No, 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 no. I broke oh. up with him actually, but yeah. um, that's not true. That's not exactly true. He just would. He got really mad about some of the stuff that occurred on the show. Then why would he listen? Um, yeah, that was kind of the point. But this, he, what he was mad about was that he was dating somebody that did something he did not approve of, mm-hmm. which I guess is, is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's finally getting his way. Another person who played the long con. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. Just a couple of weeks ago, you were talking to him, and now you're quitting the show. He lives in Oakland, you know? Yeah. Um, no. Uh, that, I, I, things that I remember. The guy with the birds who got really mad. Who was that guy with the birds who, got, who hated us afterwards because uh, you didn't like birds? Which, by the way, I'm, huh? I was going to say that I don't remember exactly because I'm, this might be shitty to say, but uh, whatever, last episode, last day of high school, mm-hmm. I um, kind of forgot, I forget those people. <laughs> Gus Chad is his name. And here's, this is another case where like, remember when Boo, like Boo Hecker, for instance, here's the funny thing for anyone who heard that outtake. Lawson hung up on Boo Hecker. He was mad at Boo Hecker. Who hecker I don't think is mad at Lawson. He's mad at me, right? Which I, what did I do, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with this Gus Chad. You did the thing with the birds, and then he made a uh, a, a Christmas ornament with me as like a diva, and like wearing a crown, saying how I'm too good for everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't remember? I gave it to Carlo actually when he came to visit. I gave him. I will oh. say. I will say. I did pay him for this. He did make, I should hang it for Christmas this year. He did make an amazing Christmas ornament of Betsy and Daniel Brewer dancing together. Mm-hmm. I should probably hang that one. You uh, should um, at least hang it and like take a picture with like pine behind it and like post it somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Share it. Um, I will say, I remember that um, 
Opie Poe. Remember that listener, Opie Poe, and her, oh, yeah, yeah. And her son, and she was a baker, and she, we would all be telling dirty stories. She would because I think I I know this is not right. Didn't she listen like on a transistor radio or something like that? <laughs> she she I think it might have even been a, a phone, uh-huh. but, but she listened on a device. But she would like put it in like her shoulder pad, yeah. And then it would play. It she didn't have a headphone in. Yeah, and she's a professional baker, right? Like in the Pacific Northwest. I I think she kind of didn't like us talking about her profession or something. Too late. Well, what are you going to do? Not listen to the show anymore? She's. I mean, she doesn't listen now. I think. Uh, no, can, I think. I didn't. She emails recently and said she still listened. We have listeners that come and go too. Yeah. So like. There are people who listen heavy and that that are just aren't around and like blind guy Jay, where's he? You know. Well, once we went behind the paywall, we lost a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like we lost him before before we went behind the paywall, and we just kind of like we had some people who were Melinda. Remember Melinda? She was way into us, and then oh yeah, Melinda Stearns. Paywall. Oh, you think she's you think she disappeared before? Well, remember, even Melinda Stearns had her kids turned on to us. Yeah, for a little bit. I think that that's part of the decision to go payroll was easy because it was like really like the ones who really are listening regularly Mm -hmm. are afterthought people. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't think that. I don't know. Yeah, but once again. We made this decision to like keep you. I think you would have quit earlier. You know, we got like 25 more shows out of you uh, (laughs) because we went behind the paywall. Um, You would have quit earlier, but we went behind the paywall. That kind of helped tempt you to come back. I've I've been ready to quit for a while. I think that I recently kind of stopped doing social media stuff. I had Mm -hmm. when you and I kind of had like an emotional, it wasn't a fight, but like an emotional exchange over the show. It kind of made me sort of evaluate how much energy I'm putting into this and why, Mm -hmm. you know, ask myself why and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here we are. I just kind of needed a reason and recently found one. Well, here we are. And now, I mean, it's so funny because I always knew one day this show would end. And uh, I should have expected this, that it just ends with like, a, oh, well, show's done. Uh, um, yeah. You don't give a fuck about what you're doing next week, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, nice catching up with you, Joe. Oh, Mike. Well, that, I, you know, I can't say go to hell, Mike, you know, on the last episode. So I guess, yeah. I well, look, I don't know. But uh, I guess I maybe I used to say goodbye on the first 40 episodes. It's not like it's unheard of, but uh, goodbye, Mike Lawson. It was nice catching up with you.
I like to eat pizza. 